Antifa members attack anti-lockdown protesters in a video. Governor Ron DeSantis launches his 2022 election rebid. New York and California are seeing higher levels of COVID cases than Florida. And a Let's Go Brandon banner flies over Georgia, Missouri football game. We're going to all this and more in just one second. If you can, please drop this video a like, subscribe to the notifications on. New videos single day. If you can, listen to Flip Episode Show, the Joey Saladino Show on all the podcast apps. Go there right now and subscribe. Also, the show is completely funded and supported by you guys. Become a YouTube channel member, Facebook channel member, or even a Patreon supporter goes a long way. Also, if you drop a super chat, I'll read out your super chat in the next episode. So we got two super chats yesterday. One was from uh, Geoff Milburn, just says, keep up the good work. And John uh, Art Arnote, sorry, I'm bad at pronouncing names, did not put a message. So put a message next time, question, or whatever you want to say. Uh, thank you, guys. So let's get right into this. So up on screen, I have footage of Antifa members attacking anti-lockdown, anti-mandate protesters. I'm not playing the video because the, the audio because there's music in the background. Do not want to get flagged for copyrights. But I'll describe. This is in Boston. The Boston, uh, the, the, Antifa members broke down the gate barricade in order to attack the anti-lockdown protesters, and it is getting violent. The police um, came in. They're in there right now. They're ripping away Antifa people. They're dragging them back out over to their side. One cop is wrestling with an Antifa guy about the Antifa guy there. Looks like hopefully they're going to arrest this dude. All of his friends are trying to save him from the police because they don't want him to get arrested. And they're trying to drag him back into their side. It's clearly these people know that they're doing something wrong. Hopefully they can get that guy and arrest him. And they're throwing water bottles. Wait, wait. Was it, did an Antifa member just throw a water bottle at a black female? Yeah. Well, you look at that. So progressive of them. Um, let's see if anything else. I'll describe it. Um, the police looks like they regained control. And they um, put the barricades back up. So let's read. Let's read exactly what I do. During a rise of, against tyranny, protesters, Sunday members, uh, members of Antifa groups showed up and turned the event violent. Now, I just want to say, doesn't it make perfect sense to be an organization called anti Antifa, I guess short for anti-fascism, and then you're going to go and disrupt and attack people who do not want to live under fascist control by being forced mandate vaccines and being forced in their house. It's just a complete void of reality and logic. Their name is the quite the opposite of what they actually are. So it's an anti-fo organization just attacked people who are actually anti-fascist. So the demonstrators against uh, COVID-19 vaccine uh, and mask regulations was organized by Super Happy Fun America and began at noon at the Boston Commons in response to the protest organizers associated with Antifa such as Solidity Against uh, Hate. Uh, Green Monster Antifa announced that they would be going to the protest. A tweet from Solidarity Against Hate read, let's make sure they know where Boston stands. The video shared on Twitter showed police in riot gear making their way. Here, there's another video. This one's, uh, this one's just showing the, the crowd. Um, after Antifa rioters showed up, they began playing music and instruments to drown out speeches from the groups opposing mandates. It's such a fascist idea to, to literally drown out other people's talks. The Super Happy Fun America organizer uh, said, We came here to peacefully protest when we, when we were violently attacked by a mob. Uh, that pepper sprayed us, attacked us, and refused to allow our van to leave. Um, 
this is another video. I'll describe what's going on, and it, it's their van, and they're blocking their van, uh, not allowing them to leave. Um, Antifa hold a banner featuring the faces of Stalin, Mao, and 20th century communist dictators to counter the anti-COVID mandate rally in Boston. Antifa violently attacked attendees at the rally. And there's a video of... So basically, Antifa is calling people who do not want to be locked death to fascists. These people are mentally ill. It, I, I kind of feel bad for Antifa at this point. Uh, obviously, I think they should all be arrested. But this, this is the thing. They, they're actually equating people who do not want to be locked in their houses by force of government to, to them being like Stalin and Mao. Not the people forcing people to be locked in their homes. The people who do not want to be forced to be locked into their homes. Those people are Stalin and Mao. Is this is this a joke? Is this is this a like is this real? There's no way this can like it's devoid of any form of logic. It's not it's so much to the point where you can't even have a debate with these people. You need to give them a full on education. It's the other day my girlfriend got messaged by somebody cuz she's a realtor and the person said um, it was it was pretty dumb. It was like realtors should get paid the same amount for each house. Doesn't matter if it's a twenty million dollar house or a hundred thousand dollar house. It's like, well, like, hey, to, to I told Gila, I'm like, in order to explain that to somebody, in order to have a an opinion and a debate with that person about why that's not the case and why that shouldn't be the case, you would need to literally give them a full on education on the economy. Like, you can't respond to this back with you know a, a paragraph. Of a, of a response back you need to give them like an entire book on educating them on the economy because there's clearly no there's no entry point to you trying to you need to like literally break down the fundamentals and the workings of the entire economy in order to explain to that person that's how off they are and that's how i feel like with a lot of these antifa people you can't just sit down and just hit them with the one-liner back and forth you need to give them a full-on education that's what makes it so hard to compete with the left when it comes to these like these one-liners and these quips. It makes it so hard because these people need a full-on education. Let's read. Uh, they were also recorded Nazis out as a U-Haul was trying to leave the area. During the fights, people were pepper sprayed and at least one individual was seen receiving medical attention from the police. A Boston police officer told Fox News that there were two arrested at their opposing sides clashed at today's scheduled event and planned counter-protests at the Boston Commons. So yeah, that's that's basically what happened. Um, let's see if these these people are gonna probably start showing up more and more more often now. Uh, it seems like they finally got out of their house. They must be bored again. But you know, where's where's the logic in? You're unvaccinated. I don't like that you're unvaccinated. You're gonna get me sick. You're gonna get everybody else sick. You're an evil person. Uh, so let me go up there and get into your face. Where where's the lot? Where does the logic hold in that? And that's what you see. These mask freakazoids do all the time. They'll get up and yell in people's faces for them not wearing a mask, for them not being vaccinated. Then go get away from me. <laughs> then get away. Leave. Get out of my space so you don't get sick. It's like they were asking for it. So Ron DeSantis runs for governor in 2022. He is launching his rebid election. So let's read what CNN wrote. Let's see if they wrote anything pretty dumb that we should break down. Um, for the sake of society, I kind of hope CNN actually wrote an honest article here, but not holding my breath. So let's read. 
Florida uh, Governor Ron DeSantis officially launched a campaign of re-election, setting the stage on what expected one of the country's most closely watched and expensive gubernatorial race of 2022. And this is this is coming. This is smart. DeSantis literally is putting in place a task force to deal with election fraud-related crimes. Now, just using the numbers, plain and simple, Trump lost, you know, quote-unquote lost. Uh, he lost Virginia and he lost New Jersey. And then all of a sudden, a year later, there's another election, and it swings 10% in the other direction. Now, Trump won Florida. If we're going to do this margin of error, this margin of difference between states that Democrats, the states during the the general election and states during midterm elections or even this election, we can only expect DeSantis to win by another 5 to 10% more than what Trump won by. In my opinion, I think it's going to be a blowout. But this is if you can make sure the election is safe and secured. And I believe ahead of time, DeSantis is making sure that is the case. So DeSantis filed paperwork to run uh, for another four years. Uh, in, uh, on Friday, according to okay, DeSantis, who is viewed as a potential 2024 presidential contender, called the decision to seek a second term a formality and indicated a larger rollout would be forthcoming. The Florida politician has become one of the most recognizable Republican leaders in the country. Hands-off approach to managing the coronavirus pandemic and his premise of keeping the business and schools open. DeSantis style has been uh, by the Republicans. Okay, uh, at the peak, more than 300 Floridians were dying a day from COVID, uh, and for a time, the state represented one in five of the United States hospitalizations from COVID-19. The state's case rate has since dropped sharply. Uh, though the state is still averaging nearly 100 deaths a day. DeSantis, though, dismissed the death toll as a seasonal uptick in cases. DeSantis has vowed to challenge President Joe Biden over the federal government's new coronavirus... Ma uh, whatever, you get, you get it. He's, he's challenging him. Um, I, honestly, I really do not want to read the rest of this article. I, I, <laughs> I hate reading the CNN articles. It's pretty difficult to get through. A handful of Democrats have already campaigned for a second chance uh, to take on DeSantis, including U.S. Rep. Uh, Christ? Charlie Christ? Is that his name? Christ? Uh, Agriculture Commissioner Lexi Freed, a state senator, okay, whatever, previously was elected governor in 2006 as a Republican before coming out as an independent uh, to run for the U.S. Senate. He was a Democrat. Okay, so people want to challenge him. DeSantis would... The Sanchez's would-be challengers have sharply criticized his handling of the pandemic and have sought to paint the governor as anti-science in a statement. Fred accused DeSantis of running for president instead of running Florida and said his failure to combat COVID will be on the ballot. Um, I think his failure to combat COVID has been his strength to combat COVID and for the economy and the citizens. I mean, Florida is just booming. The only thing the left has on Florida and Texas would be COVID, COVID, COVID. And guess what? When you really look into those numbers, it's one, not as bad as they're saying it to be, and two, probably not as bad as the Democrat states that are super strict with lockdowns and mandates. Does New York and California have more COVID cases than Florida right now? So I'm on right now, I'm on Worldometers, and I was doing some research, and New York coronavirus cases. We're not going to go by the total cases. So let's look out right now how many cases are happening a day in New York. We're looking at around, let's, I'm just going to read off 
the thousand numbers, uh, 2,000, 3,000, 3,000, 4,000, 5,000, 3,000, 4,000, 5,000. Um, trying to get to the last day recorded. Let's just say, oh, about almost 5,000. So let's just say four, let's say three to 5,000 cases a day over in New York. Let's look at California. California, we're looking at uh, roughly the same exact thing, even as high as 8,000 in a single day. Uh, that might have been just a reporting issue, but let's say between four, five, maybe 6,000 a day in California. Um, and now let's go over to Florida. Cases um, absolutely plummeted from August and September, and we're looking at one to 2,000 cases a day in Florida. What does this tell you? Um, this tells you, one, that it's hard to find some sort of correlation between vaccinated states and unvaccinated states when it comes to the daily cases. Also, we have to think, you know, it may be more dense in certain areas, but you also got to think, people in Florida have been just partying it up, sharing germs. Could they possibly be more herd immune than these other states? It's possible. Now, let's also go down through the daily deaths. Now, Florida, it, they seemed to be having... <laughs> It seemed to be very lagged in their reporting of daily deaths. So we're going to go based on October. I don't know why one of the articles was saying it was about 100 a day that I was reading. Because at the late October, they were dealing with a decline in case rate. It went from like 60 down to like 35, 16. Um, don't know how updated that is. So let's just say around 50 to 100 a day in Florida. This is based on data that's out there. In California, we're looking at 50 to 100 a day deaths. Um, in New York, let's see how many deaths we're dealing with in New York. New York is pretty low. It's about 40, 50, 60. They're de the death rate, the deaths seem to be about the same throughout these, um, throughout these states. Um, California and New York might see an uptick as they're experiencing more cases than Florida now. Uh, that might have been just, you know, uh, it's usually a lag between the case and the death. But this just goes to show you, you know, hey, don't don't take my words for it. Look up the numbers yourself. Look up all the numbers yourself. And my analysis from this, and dear fact checkers, please do not take this as fact. This is my just my opinion um, of the facts of the matter is that it's incredibly hard to find some sort of correlation between lockdown, vaccinated, mandate states and non-lockdown, non-vaccinated states. And, um, hey, it is what, regardless, whatever I'm showing does not call for the mandates, um, to be enforced just simply it's not because it's never been about health. It's never been about facts. It's never been about science. It's all, we all guys know this. It's always all been about control. Now, if there was some type of massive, like if, if in Florida, because there's no, if there was no man, if because there's no mandates, if in Florida we saw massive stuff skyrocketing out of control, and then we saw New York and California plummet to nothing, we'd be like, okay, well, clearly there's something up right here, but that's not what we're seeing at all. Clearly not what we're seeing. There's no We can't find any correlation between you know the science, the proved science, and the facts. Anyway, guys, let me know what you think. Um, try not to give out misinformation here. Okay, guys, there's no misinformation. Looking at the data, it's all I'm looking at. No misinformation. All, all I'm saying is, you know, consult with your doctor to get vaccinated if it's good for your health or not. Listen to Lord Emperor Fauci. 
Listen to the government. Listen to what the science says by the government. That's what you guys need to listen to. Dear fact checkers, you hear me now. We're all in agreement, right, guys? We all agree to listen to the government blindly. We all agree, right? Okay, thank you, everyone. Listen, fact checkers, everybody watching and listening, we all agree. We all agree to listen to Lord Emperor Fauci, Lord Emperor Biden, and whatever king is in charge of the state that is a Democrat. We, are, we all agree to listen to them, of course. So up on screen is a video of a Let's Go Brandon sign flying over a college football game. I'm going to pause it. It says Let's Go Brandon, and it also says Join Getter on it. So this is, I got to say, a pretty ingenious marketing tactic by Getter, in my personal opinion. It's a good way to, to go viral and get people on your platform. Um, I have my, my quarrels with that platform, and I think their days are numbered uh, once Trump's platform comes out but let's read let's go brandon banner flies over georgia missouri football game uh, a giant let's go brandon banner flown over saturday over the football game between georgia bulldogs and um, missouri tigers uh, videos on twitter show the banner flying over the game uh, let's go brandon and f joe biden chants have been increasingly popular sporting events you can hear them on almost every college football game this season the phrase uh, originates from a video. Okay, you guys know that. Uh, NASCAR, okay, okay, okay. Good. Pretty much a bunch of nothing, this article. Just a thing that happened. College football fans greeted with massive Let's Go Banner uh, flying over Georgia-Missouri game. Yes, keep the movement going. Let's go, Brandon. This is just so much funny how we're able to take a meme. We're able to take a meme and go catastrophic with it in a positive way. Meanwhile, the left, it's just, if you've ever been on leftist Twitter or leftist Instagram, their memes that they make are just vile and disgusting, not funny. They're just, it's like whoever made this clearly has a problem in their brain when you're reading, when you're looking at leftist memes. But when you're, when it's ours, I mean, hey, that's funny. That's, that's pretty clever. And it becomes a phenomenon to the average person as well, not just to the radical people in the group. And I think that's the power of the memes. Because if you can have a good meme, you can reach average everyday people. It becomes cool for the youth. And that's where the power is. A lot of power in memes I don't think people quite understand. And the left can't meme. That's why they're trying to shut down so many of our memes. Anyway, guys, thank you for watching. Please drop a like, subscribe to notifications on every single day. If you can listen to Flip Solo Show, the Joey Saladino Show, and all the podcast apps, go there right now and subscribe. Also, the show is completely funded and supported by you guys. So if you're watching this live on YouTube, drop a super chat. If you're watching this live, drop a super chat. And the next episode, I will shout you out for the super chat. I'll read off your super chat as well in my next episode. Also, become a YouTube channel member. Facebook supporter, or even a Patreon or a local supporter. Shows completely fun and supported by you guys. Um, it's really appreciated. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. Peace out.